Criminal Report with your host, Alex Newman. Alex has written for a wide array of publications in the United States and abroad. He currently serves as a contributor to Epoch Times and foreign correspondent and senior editor for the New American Magazine. Alex is the author of several books and has been a guest on countless radio and television programs and is a much sought after conference speaker. Alex is best known for his reporting and research that has exposed the dangers and agenda of globalism. As the father of five children, Alex is working to defend faith, family, and freedoms from the hostile philosophies and ideas that are contrary to the Bible and the United States Constitution. And now, here is your host, Alex Newman. Another episode of the Sentinel Report. I'm your host, Alex Newman. Thank you for joining us on this beautiful day that the Lord has made. We have a very special guest for you today. In fact, so special, we're going to skip our news segment so we could just spend pretty much the whole time with him. But first, our Bible verse of the day, and this is directly relevant to our guest. Uh, this comes out of 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 8. But if any provide not for his own, especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. So uh, we have a, an obligation to take care of our families. Um, and, uh, you know, there's no exemption there if economic times get tough, right? We have to take care of our families. And I think economic times are tough, and I think they're going to get tougher. Uh, but our guest today, uh, Ronald Reagan's director of the Office of Management and Budget, is going to break down for us what is happening and hopefully how you can protect yourself from the coming inflationary storm that is already upon us. Uh, first, folks, uh, I want to tell you about preparewithsentinel.com. Uh, the food crisis is coming. Is, I mean, excuse me, the food crisis is not coming. It is here already. Uh, if you've been a regular viewer of this show, you know I've been warning about it since we started this show uh, not too long ago, a little over a year ago. Now, CNN just recently admitted that the world is facing, and I'm quoting here, the worst food crisis in modern history. This just came out of uh, CNN, which admittedly is, is not always reliable, but they're right here. Uh, Reuters, uh, citing diplomats and humanitarian workers, says Africa is already facing the worst food crisis it has ever seen. Uh, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the corn harvest this year in the United States was the smallest in 15 years. And of course, corn is the backbone of the American food supply. That's what our animals eat, right? Uh, and of course, it's in so many uh, foods that we eat as people as well. So I've been worrying about this crisis for a few years. I've been preparing for this crisis for a few years. Uh, and the reason why, uh, you know, I didn't have any crystal ball. I'm not a profit. I just see that evil people have been uh, undermining our food supply. It should have been obvious. So that's why I partnered with My Patriot Supply. I wanted you guys to get amazing deals. That's the company that I've been using for years and years. If you go to preparewithsentinel.com, you get some exclusive deals like $200 off every single three-month emergency food stockpile. And uh, you can only get these deals, folks, at preparewithsentinel.com. That's preparewithsentinel.com. Again, that's the company I've been using for my own family for years. And honestly, I don't really care where you get uh, prepared, what companies you use, uh, but do it, okay? Yeah, if you go to preparewithsentinel.com, you'll help, help support this show. You'll help keep us on the air. But even if you just buy extra stuff next time you go to the grocery store, even if you find another company that you want to use, get something. Don't end up in a food line if things get tough. Uh, just get some non-perishable food from some place. So even if there doesn't end up being a food crisis in the United States, uh, you'll still have a great investment and it'll still do better than holding U.S. dollars as the value of our money keeps uh, getting 
eroded, shall we say, by the Federal Reserve and others. So one more time, folks, preparewithsentinel.com. Great deals, uh, $200 off every three-month kit, and uh, you can get it all at preparewithsentinel.com. Uh, I mentioned today we're going to skip our news segment, guys, because our guest today, David Stockman, uh, extraordinary individual. I've been wanting to talk to him for a long time. He's got a new book out. It's called The Great Money Bubble, Protect Yourself from the Coming Inflation Storm. Uh, now, David Stockman, for those of you who aren't familiar with him, uh, he's a New York Times bestselling author, former investment manager. He also served, as I mentioned, as the director of the Office of Management and Budget under President Ronald Reagan. He actually spearheaded Ronald Reagan's economic policy as part of the Reagan Revolution. Now, the Office of OMB, the OMB is kind of a, obscure to a lot of people, but it is one of the most important positions in any presidential administration. And so uh, David Stockman worked at the highest levels of Wall Street. Uh, he's got a, a subscriber advisory on investing, global economics, and public policy. It's called David Stockman's Contra Corner. And again, his new book, The Great Money Bubble, covers so many critical issues. Uh, David, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, and, and I want to start yeah. off by asking you where we are. are. Are we in the storm yet? Is the storm coming? Is it going to get a whole yeah. lot worse? And can we trust the government? Well, thank you, and especially for uh, focusing on the coming part. Uh, when we uh, printed the cover of my book, uh, the inflation storm was still coming. Uh, the Fed would say, oh, it's transi transitional, transitory, it's going to be gone before you know it. That was totally wrong. But my point today is the inflation storm is here. It's been brewing for the last, uh, you know, th three decades at least. And it, the heart of the problem lies in bad policy in Washington from Congress, from the White House, and especially the Federal Reserve. We've had spending out of control. We've been borrowing money like there's no tomorrow. When I was budget director in 1981, we had a trillion dollar public debt. Today, it's 31 trillion. So uh, the public debt has gone up 31 times and maybe the GDP has gone up four or five times. That doesn't work. You can't keep borrowing at rates that are dramatically higher than the underlying growth of the economy, which has to support government. Now, why didn't we have a crisis earlier? Well, the answer, and I lay it out at length in the book, is that for a period of several decades, really, since Greenspan became Fed chairman in uh, 1987, the Fed has been printing money, uh, buying up the federal debt, keeping interest rates artificially low, creating a false sense of prosperity and stability in the economy that can only go on so long. You can only print so much money. The Fed's balance sheet uh, since Greenspan took over is up 45 times, if you can imagine that. In other words, it was about 200 billion then. It peaked at 9 trillion a little while ago. And you might say, well, what's so important about the Fed's balance sheet? And the answer is, it's the track record of how much money the Fed has printed over time. And when you increase you know, the balance sheet, the amount of money printed by that amount over a few decades, you're building in an inflation storm that's going to take years and years to bring to heel. First, we had inflation in the financial markets with asset prices soaring far beyond their real value or their sustainable level. Then uh, we uh, exported the inflation to the global market, 
as our supply chain was offshored. So for a while, we got cheap goods back from China, and it appeared that the inflation rate was under control. It really wasn't. And finally, with the COVID crisis, the global supply chain broke down. Uh, Prices began to soar, even for imported goods and durables. And we were off to the races uh, of where we are today. 40-year highs in the cost of groceries, in the cost of energy, and rents that people have to pay, and all the other necessities of life. So, uh, you know, that's why this problem, as I say, didn't arise a year ago and kind of catch the, uh, the Fed napping. This problem has been brewing for several decades. It took different forms, and now we're kind of in the crux of having uh, to grapple with it. And it's going to, the Fed's uh, tightening is way too late, a day late and a dollar short you might say, but it's going to cause a pretty severe, long-lasting recession that's that's, uh, unfortunate because a lot of people are going to be laid off who don't deserve to be, but uh, it's uh, the consequence of living high on the hog, uh, borrowing and printing all this money for such an extended period of time. David, this is uh, critical information, and we're going to go to break in a few minutes. And when we get back on the other side, I want to ask you, how do people protect themselves and their wealth? And also on a macro level, how do we deal with this as a society? But right now, just uh, quick thoughts. How bad is it now? Right, The government's telling us inflation is like 8 9%. If you use the 1980 method of calculating CPI, the, the inflation index, it's probably twice that. Um, how bad is it now, and how bad do you expect it to get? I mean, are, are we talking hyperinflation? Are we talking, you know, get your money out of dollars right now and buy something else? How bad do you expect it to get and how quickly? Well, first, I agree with you. The the BLS uh, uh, undermeasures inflation as a result of all these flaky adjustments that have been put into the system since 1980, particularly um, something called hedonic adjustments, which supposedly Uh, reduce what the BLS finds to be real prices in the real world for quality improvements that are allegedly taking place. Now, if you've bought a new car since 2000, that's 23 years ago now, uh, I've got news for you. The Fed says that prices have been flat for the last 23 years. I don't think there's probably a person uh, viewing or listening to this show who would believe that because it's not true. But that's what the BLS says. So the fir- because they make all these uh, excessive hedonic adjustments, they say the cars have, uh, you know, the cars have airbags. So that means the price is lower. It doesn't mean you got any more wages to pay for it. But that's another matter. So first, it's overstated. Second, I don't think it's going to rise much further because the Fed finally woke up from its long nap and realized you can't have the interest rate at zero percent or it was one tenth of a percent uh, when the inflation is running two or three percent then and seven or eight or nine percent today, even by conventional measures. So they finally took some action that was long, long overdue, began to raise rates. They're now up to four and a quarter, four and a half percent uh, in the uh, you know short-term market. 
But even then, uh, they're not done because we still have inflation probably running at 7 8%, uh, even if you use the BLS numbers. And that means that the interest rate is negative in real terms uh, after you uh, discount for inflation. Well, you can't run an economy that way. Our economy needs investment. It needs savings. It needs savers who are willing uh, to forego current consumption, uh, put it in uh, the bank and make it available uh, for investment uh, in the business world. But if you're losing money year after year, if you're being savaged, as savers were by the Fed's low interest policy for so many years, what's the incentive? And that's probably why we've got the lowest savings rate today in modern times. So the net of this is that interest rates had to normalize. It's not the Fed is pushing up rates arbitrarily uh, to to bring inflation down. They're trying to normalize rates, uh, make them sustainable, uh, they've done it belatedly, but it is going to change everything in terms of this financial bubble that we've been in. It means the stock market is still going to come down a lot, even if it goes up a little bit uh, day to day as people are suckered in, you know, to buying the dip and all that. It means that the economy is going to go through the ringer because there's so much uh, distortion, so much malinvestment so much excess borrowing uh, that has occurred, not based on economic fundamentals, but simply on the cheap debt that the Fed was making available. So uh, where we are today is in the transition zone. The party is over, the bubble is bursting, uh, the uh, money printing and borrowing policies of the last couple of decades are being forced to an end because essentially the chickens have come home to roost. You can only uh, pretend to create prosperity by borrowing and printing money so long, and then, uh, and then eventually the economic fundamentals take over. That's where we are today. Yeah, it's incredible times that we find ourselves in. Um, we're going to go to break real quick. And when we get back, uh, folks, we're going to ask David how to protect your own wealth and also how do we get out of this mess. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on the Sentinel Report. Welcome to the MyPillow 2.0 commercial. Miss Makeup. Well, you look good. You're sleeping even better. We've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. He's a great improver. Huh? Cut. We got it. Welcome to the set of the My Pillow 2.0, the most amazing pillow in history. That new technology is still the My Pillow's patented fill. And now we have new technology we didn't have back when I invented My Pillow that's going to help you sleep. It's absolutely amazing, and you're the first ones that can check it out. Go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code on your screen, and we brought back the buy one, get one free. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Are you concerned about your child's education? Are you considering removing your children from the failing public schools? 
Greater Than I Ministries can help by giving you 15% off our Thinking Like a Christian Biblical Worldview video series and a free Home Educator's Kit as a bonus for your purchase. This powerful video series will thoroughly equip you and your family with the truth that you need to fight the battle of ideas warring against our families. And our free Home Educator's Kit will instantly connect you with the resources you need to take control of your child's education. Just go to gtimin.com and click the Buy Now button at the top. Choose the DVD or the streaming version. Then enter the promo code NEWMAN at the checkout for your 15% discount. That's gtimin.com. Click the Buy Now button at the top, choose the format you wish, and enter the promo code NEWMAN at the checkout to receive our free Home Educator's Kit and 15% off our Thinking Like a Christian Worldview video series. You'll be glad you did. The Homegrown Generation Family Expo is back. The Homegrown Generation Family Expo is a live and fully interactive online conference coming March 6th through 9th. The conference will feature many of today's most popular speakers addressing the most important issues that homeschool families face. And every session will give you the opportunity to have your questions answered. Registration is now open at homegrowngeneration.com. Use the coupon code NEWMAN to save $10 on registration today. It'll be four days of nonstop encouragement and fun that you can enjoy from the comfort of your home. Registration includes lifetime access to every session. Mark your calendars for March 6th through 9th and visit homegrowngeneration.com to register today. I'm Alex Newman. Thank you for staying with us. Our guest today is David Stockman. He was Ronald Reagan's director of the Office of Management and Budget, one of the most important positions within any presidential administration. He was uh, spearheading the Reagan economic policy as part of the Reagan revolution. Uh, He's got a new book out, The Great Money Bubble. Breaking down uh, really what what we're living through right now, it's uh, extraordinary. Uh, He covers uh, in so much more depth in the book. But David, thank you for staying with us. Um, I I have two questions for you now. I'll ask one first, and then we'll get into the macro. But uh, what can, and and I know you can't give us the full scope of what's in the book here, but what can people do to protect themselves from these things you're talking about, stock market decline, uh, continued inflation? Uh, Do you think the dollar might lose its status as the global reserve currency? And if so, how do people protect their wealth, their savings from this storm? Okay, that's a great question. It's complicated, but I think the starting point is to recognize that the big uh, party, the bubble party of the last three decades is over. The uh, stock market that wouldn't stop going up, uh, real estate that never, that just kept on rising, even crypto coins uh, that, you know, soared in value, all of that was a way that people, uh, you know, increased their net worth, their asset values over the last several decades. But that's over and done. The bubble is collapsing, which means if you're focused on your long run financial health, uh, your uh, basic uh, net worth, which is all the assets you have, including your home, minus all the debt you have or what we call liabilities, the new thing going forward as the Fed attempts to finally bring this inflation storm uh, to a to heal is you got to focus on the debt side, on the liability side, because interest rates are going to keep going up. And the best way that people can protect their future 
can uh, at least maintain or preserve the current wealth they have today is reduce debt. Reduce it, reduce it, reduce it, because it's going to be more and more and more expensive to carry. Now, I know that's easier said than done, but it's possible to do. Uh, People may have winners in their uh, portfolio because they bought uh, Apple at the right time or Google or any of the other high flyers. Well, I don't think they're going any higher. They're going down. It would be a good time to cash out those winnings and pay down debt if you have it or to build up cash if you you don't have debt. Uh, Also, uh, it's going to be very difficult to make ends meet in this current environment, but people just have to look at their spending and ask, is there areas that we can curtail? Uh, can we uh, tighten our belt a little bit so we can generate some extra cash and build up uh, our uh, kitty for the rainy days ahead? The key point is that this storm is going to last a while. So we have to hunker down. We have to uh, reject the Wall Street claim that now's the time to get back in because the bottom is in. We need to work on uh, building up cash, reducing spending, uh, reducing debt, and prepare for a better day down the road. But you have to get from here to there. And uh, I call it the hunker down strategy. It's unfortunate. You know, people shouldn't have to do that. They should be, you know, free to do what we've been doing for the last several decades But, you know, the chickens have come home to roost. Uh, Everything is catching up with us. Uh, And as a result of that, you need a revised financial strategy, financial plan for the storm uh, ahead. Fascinating. So so you think uh, there's going to be some bargains at some point in the future, huh? I try to hold some cash so that once we get real low, we start buying stuff up, huh? Yeah, absolutely. But uh, not this month, not this year, uh, because, uh, in other words, the stock market peaked uh, on the S&P 500 at about 4,800. It's down to 4,100 today. It's been a little lower. But that isn't the bottom by any means. If you look at any rational uh, uh, analysis and valuation metrics, the market can go down a lot more. So I think the time to buy is going to be in the low 30, uh, 3,000s on the Fed, which is down, you know, another 20, 25% uh, on on the S&P 500. But uh, it takes discipline. It takes uh, patience. But real estate is going to get cheap and become a value again. Stocks and bonds are going to get a lot cheaper and become a value again. But as I said before, you've got to get from here to there. And uh, that means, uh, uh, you know, hunkering down uh, until the storm finally subsides. Excellent. And there's a whole lot more in the book, folks. Uh, David, we're down to just a few minutes left here. I want to ask you, uh, as we go through this recession, as the economy gets tougher and tougher, how do we rebuild on a solid foundation? I mean, how do we rebuild with a sound currency, with a sound economy? I mean, uh, you know, what is what should the government yeah. be doing? What should the Federal Reserve be doing? Uh, full disclosure, I'm an Austrian. I, you know, I would rather abolish the Fed. But assuming we keep the yeah. Fed, what should these people be doing so that we can rebuild our economy on a solid foundation going forward? Great question. We we need a thorough top to bottom house cleaning in Washington both on the fiscal uh, side, that is Congress, 
and on the Fed. And uh, let's, the heart of the problem is the Fed. The Congress is inherently uh, reckless in its spending. But when the Fed was not in the money printing business, as it was back in my day, when Volcker was the uh, Fed chairman, he wasn't printing any money uh, to monetize the debt. Uh, then Congress is forced to uh, recognize that if you spend too much and borrow trillions a year, you're going to drive up interest rates. It's going to hurt local business. It's going to hurt consumers that want to, uh, you know, buy a house and a mortgage. And so there was a countervailing built-in restraint on spending and borrowing that has now disappeared because the Fed basically has been printing money, as I said, $200 billion to $9 trillion in just uh, three decades. So the next thing we need to do is have a thorough change in the remit uh, of the Fed, in the mandate of the Fed. And it needs to get out of the stock market, the bond market. It needs to stop monetizing debt uh, and maybe go back to its original purpose way back in 1913, which was to be a passive backstop for the banking system and let the free market decide, you know, what interest rates ought to be. Let the free market decide what the yield curve on government bonds should look like. Let the free market decide what are, is the proper stock price. We don't need to have the Fed providing a put so that speculators, uh, you know, can uh, gamble in the stock market and uh, dist distort uh, the whole system. So th those are some of the uh, uh, ideas. The book has a lot more detail, but uh, I think I would summarize it in one word. We got a clean house and it can happen. In 1980, people were finally fed up with several decades of big government, of uh, Democrat policy, of Jimmy Carter, the rest of it. And there was a sweeping realignment election in 1980. They said Ronald Reagan div didn't have a chance. The people voted him in. Policy changed a lot. By 1984, the public was so happy about the change that he was reelected in a landslide. That doesn't happen very often, but that's the best hope we have that in 2024, after several years of, uh, you know, high inflation, plus a recession, plus uh, the misery index, so called uh, going higher and higher, that's the sum of inflation and unemployment, uh, maybe we'll get another 1980, maybe we'll get another uh, Reagan uh, revolution. That's really the hope. Uh, for the next couple of years. Yeah, let's hope people get it because uh, you're you're absolutely right. We've got to get back to the free market or we're going to continue to deal with these problems. Uh, David, the book is The Great Money Bubble. Protect yourself from the coming inflation storm. Uh, obviously, that's available at Amazon and bookstores. Any particular place you want to send folks? And also, a uh, quick plug for your um, advisory, your uh, subscriber advisory sure. uh, newsletter. How do people get that? Okay, uh, the book obviously is available on Amazon. That's the easiest way. You'll get it tomorrow, probably. Uh, my advisory is called David Stockman's Contra Corner. You can simply Google that term, David Stockman's Contra Corner. It'll come up, click on, and, and you'll go to the uh, website, and uh, there will be directions there on how to get subscribed. 
Excellent. David Stockman, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for all that you're doing to sound the alarm. We really appreciate it, and hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Very good. Thank you. Enjoyed being here. Thank you, sir. All righty, folks, we're all out of time. It always goes so fast. But uh, go get a copy of the book, The Great Money Bubble. Protect yourself from the coming inflation storm. And as David just pointed out, we're in the storm now. Um, so, yeah, get ready. You know, don't be caught off guard. I think there was some real, real good advice there in terms of uh, reducing debt and uh, making sure that you're in a financial position to make it through whatever may be coming at us economically, which, uh, frankly, if I'm honest, I don't think it looks very good right now. Uh, I think we're really heading into uh, some significant economic turbulence. I've been saying it for a while. We're here now. And, um, you know, as I started off the program saying you have an obligation to protect and to take care of your family, uh, your household. Uh, it's it's a sacred duty. It's uh, very, very serious. So, uh, folks, I hope uh, this show has been beneficial to you. I hope it's been a blessing to you. If you're watching us live, Roger Stone will be up next on The Stone Zone. I want to thank you for tuning in. God willing, we shall be with you again tomorrow. Until then, 